Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to KLRN Radio, where liberty and reason still reign. Most writers and radio show hosts know that to connect with your fans, you need to do more than just write books or record the latest podcasts. There are many different elements that go into forming an online platform, but there are also many hidden traps. To make matters worse, solid advice on how to survive the muddy waters is scarce. In the book Hidden Traps, I talk about some of the important issues of working with an online platform, highlighting traps that could put your physical or internet security at risk, or be harmful to your reputation. Are your social media posts just links with a few disjointed words making you look like someone who can't complete a sentence? Did your new website cost you more than you anticipated? Are you leaking your personal contact details across the web without even knowing it? Then you need Hidden Traps. Hidden Traps is now available in paperback and ebook from a variety of retailers, including Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Kobo. Visit blackwolfpublications.com for more details. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now, and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-553-8687. That's 800-553-8687. Again, 800-553-8687. 687. KLRN Radio has advertising rates available. We have rates to fit almost any budget. Contact us at advertising at klrnradio.com. Everyone loves liberty. Our rights come from God, not the government. So why are you letting other people tell you what's best for your health care? Exercise your freedom with Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare is a community of people who voluntarily share one another's medical costs. Liberty HealthShare is founded on the idea that most people truly want to help one another. Healthcare sharing allows members to do just that as a true community that supports one another in times of need. Liberty believes people should make decisions for themselves and their families. Members are able to take back the freedom to make their own decisions about their health care. Freedom from guilt or doubt about how your money is used. You have the freedom to direct your health care, not to be dictated to by bureaucrats. Stop letting others tell you what to do and join a community of like-minded people. Exercise your freedom. Join Liberty HealthShare and take back the control of your health care while helping those around you. Call Liberty at 855-58-LIBERTY. Again, that's 855-58-L-I-B-E-R-T-Y for more information. Or you can check them out at libertyhealthshare.org. Again, that's libertyhealthshare.org. My son was in the Army back during Desert Storm, but even then he wanted an MBA. He looked at a dozen schools, but only one offered the online education and flexibility he needed while he was in a tent in Iraq, Grantham University. Turns out that Grantham's been delivering affordable, relevant college and advanced degrees for over 65 years. Heck, if they can deliver a quality education to a soldier in a tent overseas, Think about the flexibility Grantham can offer you so you can earn your degree, too. It doesn't matter how complicated or full your life is. If getting a degree is on your bucket list, you'll want to do what my son did. You'll want to call Grantham. Find out how easy it is to get started on your education so you can check that college degree off your bucket list. Call Grantham right now. 800-910-1370. That's 800-910-1370. Flexible. Affordable. Relevant. Call 800-910-1370. 
at St. Jude, a family never sees a bill at all. It's like the world has been lifted off of your shoulders. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Sometimes riders feel lost, unsure why a passage may not be working. It takes another set of eyes to help us nurture our riding into full maturity. At Black Wolf Editorial Services, we strive to enable riders to develop and grow, offering manuscript critiques and line edits through a mentoring editorial style. We also offer assistance on generating a rider's bio for your websites. Black Wolf Editorial Services, nurturing your writing into maturity. For a full list of services, visit blackwolfeditorial.com. You're listening to the Spark Radio Network, internet radio like you've never heard before. Innovation, creativity, and imagination are all said to begin with a spark. So fasten your seatbelt and take the ride of your life and listen for the spark. This is Rio of Madison Rising, and you're listening to KLRN Radio, where liberty and reason still reign. It's time now for the Conservative Curmudgeon Radio Show. Now, here's Grouchy. Higher, Seymour! Higher! Lift it up! There we go! All right, welcome everybody. It is Wednesday night. It is time for your dose of knowledge and irreverence right here on KLRN Radio. I'm the Grouch. I'm your freaking host. How you like that, huh? Right off the bat, we're going to get busy with the obvious of obvious. State of the Union last night. Let me tell you what I saw is the state of... uh. The, the the chamber there when the when the speech ended last night, it looked like the Democrats were getting out of there so fast they, they looked like roaches avoiding a can of raid. They couldn't wait. And of course, this all has to do with about 32 of them having rebuttal speeches scheduled uh, with various media outlets. So that's that's the excuse they'll, you know, pony up and, and use uh, really what we saw last night from the Democrats uh, for the most part, for the most part, uh, there, there were some moments where they were actually shamed into doing the right thing. Um, but you can tell it bothered them. Uh, just the looks on their face. Look at Nancy Pelosi's face last night. She looked like she was trying to use her tongue to get crumbs of crow out of her teeth. And yes, that's that's a little, uh, you know, a little alliterative uh, referring to the crumbs that she called the tax cut, uh, which we're going to go into a little bit more uh, of later on as we t- deal in the uh, State of the Union speech. But um, all in all, I, th- I thought it was a really good speech uh, from President Trump last night. Um, there are a couple of sticking points that I have that uh, we're going to we're going to deal with on another program after I do some more details on. Um, Suffice it to say, I'm not overly thrilled about his four-pillar immigration approach. Uh, And suffice it to say, I'm not really thrilled about a one and a half trillion dollar infrastructure program. Um, But other than that, and like I said, um, we, we can get into some details later on that make me maybe not completely change my mind, but at least uh, at least gird me into the right direction, maybe thinking that some of it's not so bad. And, and trust me, I do think our infrastructure needs work. I really, really do. But uh, I question how some of this money is planning on being spent, and I question uh, where some of this money is coming from. And I want... I, I really really want spending cut 
So anyway, um, enough with my, my negatives. Let's get into the positives of last night's speech. Uh, President Trump delivered his first State of the Union speech, and I, I thought that the uh, while there were multiple points, I think the core points of his speech uh, were about unity. He referred to it several times, uh, national security, the economy, trade, immigration, and just the overall American spirit. Okay. Now, we heard about things like um, the Cajun Navy, uh, a group of all volunteers that respond to floods with their boats and four-wheel drive vehicles rescuing stranded people. Uh, wh what the Cajun Navy did in Texas after the hurricane last year, nothing short of amazing, absolutely amazing what these men and women did. Um, you know, and, and I hate singling them out because there were so many different law enforcement agencies and, and different flotilla groups that came over there and, and chipped in and did the same thing. The hey, sheriff's Gene. department from right Gene. here where I'm at on the beautiful North Gulf Coast uh, went over there and set up a giant mobile kitchen and they were cooking so that the the sheriff's department over there in Texas didn't have to. That was one less thing they had to worry about. There was a crew that took a mobile grill, which is basically like an 18 foot long trailer. Uh, it's a, it's, it's like a food truck on wheels that gets pulled around behind them instead of driven everywhere. Um, and, and they did the cooking for these brave men and women out in Texas so that they didn't have to worry about that. They knew when they came back to their office at the end of their shift, there was going to be a hot meal waiting for them. So many people deserve thanks. I hate that only the Cajun Navy was singled out, but I do understand the time constraints. I have the audio clip from that if you want it. Uh, no, 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 that's okay. I mean, I'm, I, you know, look, um, I, I thought it was a great speech, but um, uh, quite honestly, I think everybody pretty much got their fill of listening to President Trump last night. Um, you know, it was almost an hour and a half long. Um, not the longest, not the shortest. Let's just, you know, I, let's just deal in what we know here uh, and, and press forward because, you know, I don't want to waste time with his clips. Uh, and not that he is a waste of time, but I, I'd just rather blow through this myself. But anyway, um, he, he referenced uh, Steve Scalise, Representative Steve Scalise of Louisiana, who was shot while at a baseball practice preparing for a charity game, uh, Congressman Scalise almost died because of the injuries that he incurred just for having different politics than the lunatic who shot him. Uh, huge, huge reaction from everybody in the chamber last night for Steve Scalise. Uh, so glad to see him back on his feet and back at work. And it really, when you consider how serious it was with him being rehospitalized and having to have additional surgeries. The fact that he's back at work after just four months is amazing. Um, the president touted job creation, uh, especially since he took office. Uh, he cited 2.4 million jobs since he was inaugurated, with nearly 10% of that in the manufacturing sector. He spoke of historical low levels of unemployment amongst African Americans and Hispanics. And those numbers go back to the 60s, folks. The 60s is when they started recording those employment numbers. And it doesn't matter whether you're looking, as Rick alluded to earlier on his program, at the U4 or the U6 numbers. Unemployment for African Americans and Hispanics are going down, period. The Democrats couldn't even look like they were intrigued when this was brought up. They looked so disinterested. It was like they were being forced to sit and endure a root canal without the benefit of anesthesia. You know, of course, um, he, he's going to talk about the economy. That's, that's something that the president has always been strong on and, uh, you know, we're talking about the stock market soaring to all-time highs. Yeah, we've had a couple of bouncy days here. We've we've receded back a little bit. This is natural. Um, 
it went so far so fast there was bound to be some reset somewhere along the way but what we've done as a nation is we've added over eight trillion dollars in value to the marketplace since president trump took office that's roughly 40 percent growth 40 percent growth in a year that's and, and look I'm not going to stand here and raise Trump's hand in the air like he just went 15 rounds with three contenders and took them all out. I'm not going to give him every ounce of credit, but at the same time, he is due credit because it's the policies that are spurring the businesses to do this. The policies and the deregulation, we're going to talk about that. Um, we're going we're gonna to press on. We'll, we'll get back to this in a minute. Um, largest tax cuts and reforms in history are now done. I got paid today. Today. And when I opened my paycheck up, it put a smile on my face to see that I was actually keeping more of the money that I earn instead of giving it to the government. I like that feeling. The rest of the country will be feeling it if they haven't already sometime in February, guaranteed, unless you just make so much money that it's ignorant. <clears throat> okay, uh, what, else, what else is going good? Uh, the individual mandate of the Affordable Care Act has now been repealed, and hopefully that means that the rest of this disastrous law will be following soon. Folks, I have harped on this and harped on it and harped on it since it was even just a, well, even before it was a bill. I told you this was going to be bad news. It proved itself to be bad news. And unfortunately, there's enough of Congress that's scrapping to hold on to bits and pieces of it that we can't get rid of the whole thing now. But hopefully, now that the uh, uh, individual mandate has been done away with, we'll be able to press forward and just this law is going to collapse on itself now. It has no choice. There's nothing else that can be done with it. Now, um, one of the things I want to talk about a little bit more is the American spirit. And, and just patriotism in general. And, and if you listen to the speech last night, it was dripping with it. It was dripping with the American spirit. Um, he talked about what kind of future we want to have with all of us together moving forward, one big American family that can do anything. Um, you want to talk about patriotism? <laughs> we learned about, well, some of us learned about, some of us already knew about Preston Sharp, the 12-year-old boy from Redding, California, who noticed that the veterans' graves were not marked with flags on Veterans Day. Preston took it upon himself to make a change in that. And he started a movement that's now placed 40,000 flags at the graves of these veterans. Um, you know, you want to talk about American spirit? It doesn't get any better than that, folks. It does not get any better than to see today's youth, tomorrow's future, our future, the, the people that will be running this country when we're old and decrepit and beyond, you know, like Nancy Pelosi and Bernie Sanders and God help us. You know, I saw somebody the other day tweet about there should be age maximum age limits for Congress. I couldn't agree more. I'm sorry, but there comes a point in time when you just can't anymore when you're not capable of reacting how you should react in the time frame in which you should react. 
one of my senators is a perfect example of it. And I know he does not intend to run again. Um, but, you know, Richard Shelby is 82 years old and he looked like somebody had to wind him up to get an applause out of him last night. Literally looked like he needed somebody to put a key in his back and wind him up. We also learned, well, some of you learned, some of us already knew, uh, about this administration and how they're appointing judges who are going to interpret the Constitution as it's written. Uh, this includes Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch and so many more circuit judges, more than any new administration in the history of our country. President Trump has been quietly rebuilding a conservative constitutionally conservative judiciary. And I couldn't be more pleased about it. We've talked about it on the show in the past. Okay. We alluded to it earlier. The administration has eliminated more regulations in its first year than any administration in our history. Now, and Rick and I were talking about this before I came on the air. The saddest part, and, and this credit to Rick for bringing this part up, the saddest part is that he needs to deregulate this much. What's even scarier is what the hell is left. Okay, so deregulate and this spurs the business. When you deregulate the businesses and you take the hindrance of government away from them, it spurs businesses to be more business friendly. They're doing more. They're hiring more. They're producing more. We also have sad things to look at from last night. Sad things that they're going to fall, you know, to, to other parts of the speech. Um, we met Evelyn Rodriguez, Freddie Cuevas, Elizabeth Alvarado, and Robert Mickens. Uh, their two teenage daughters, Kayla Cuevas and Nisa Mickens, uh, who were murdered in September of 2016 on the eve of Nisa's 16th birthday, uh, murdered by six members of the MS-13 gang while just walking, just walking in their town. Um, you know, I, it, it kills me that America is turning into this, and this is what the left this is what the left is trying to celebrate when they say that he wants to de-brown America. He doesn't want to de-brown America. Hell, I'm brown American. You know what? It is. I'm only half white. Deal with it. We don't want scum here. Not from any country. I don't care what color they are. Now, to me, last night, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you one little paragraph, and and I know Rick, you you probably have the clip, but I, this meant so much to me. Uh, the most meaningful line of the night to me came at the end of this. I'm extending an open hand to work with members of both parties, Democrats and Republicans, to protect our citizens of every background, color, religion, and creed. My duty and the sacred duty of every elected official in this chamber is to defend Americans, to protect their safety, their families, their communities, and their right to the American dream. Because Americans are dreamers two best line of the whole damn speech you cannot allow immigration to a level that it hurts americans merit-based immigration works it works for the countries that use it. It works for the people. 
Now, what we did get to see last night, we got to meet uh, the Hullett family of New Mexico. Ryan Hullett is a 27-year-old police officer with the Albuquerque Police Department. He was with his wife, Rebecca, last night. Um, he was on duty when he saw a pregnant homeless woman preparing to inject heroin. When he told her she was going to harm her unborn child, she began to weep, the president said. She told him she did not know where to turn, but badly wanted a safe home for her baby. Ryan said in that moment he felt God speak to him and say, you will do it because you can. He heard those words. He took out a picture of his wife and their four kids. Then he went home to tell his wife, Rebecca, and in an instant they agreed to adopt and they named their new daughter Hope. Folks, if you can't get behind this, and let me tell you something, there were Democrats that would not stand and applaud this. There were Democrats that did, but there were Democrats that wouldn't. And if you can't get behind this kind of story, folks, you have no heart. You have no heart if this didn't move you. The president spoke about how far we, along with our coalition of partners, have uh, really come in, the, in taking the fight to ISIS and how we've, it's, it's, you know, high 90s percentage we've taken their land holdings in Iraq. They've been beaten back to just like little spots of Greece. That's it. Not that ISIS is dead but we've taken what they took. Also, the president spoke of uh, just before, he said just before the State of the Union speech, <clears throat> he had signed an order directing Secretary Mattis to re-examine our military detention policy and to keep the facilities at Gitmo open. Um, he asked Congress to ensure in the fight against ISIS and Al-Qaeda that we continue to have all necessary power to detain terrorists wherever we chase them down. And in many cases for them, that will be going to Guantanamo Bay. Now, we've heard the left, you know, you know, they want to they want to shut it down. They do. That's just all it is. And uh, basically, they want to they want to keep our boys handcuffed, boys and, and our, our fighting men and women over there. They want to keep them handcuffed, and we can't do that. And and President Trump and Secretary Mattis have done a great job in um, in taking the handcuffs off of our fighting men and women in the Middle East and letting them do their job. Now, is it is it everything? No. No, it's not everything, um, but it's a lot better than it was. It's a lot better than it was 14 months ago. It's a lot better than it was 18 months ago, and certainly a lot better than it was two years ago. Um, you want to talk about resolve. Resolve, folks. Um, we got to meet Ji Sang Ho last night. You saw the story starving boy in North Korea back in 1996, trying to steal coal out of a railroad car to barter for food, passed out on the tracks from hunger, exhausted, woke up as a train ran over his limbs and then endured amputations without anything to dull the pain. Yeah, he was later tortured by North Korean authorities after returning from China. His tormentors wanted to know if he had met with any Christians. Uh, he had, and he had resolved to be free after that also. He traveled thousands of miles on crutches all across China and Southeast Asia to freedom. 
Most of his family followed. His father was caught trying to, trying to escape and killed. Uh, today he lives in Seoul, where he rescues other defectors and broadcasts into North Korea what the regime fears the most, which is the truth. Um, he has a new leg today. You heard President Trump say it last night, but he still carries the old crutches as a reminder. What a, you know, you want to talk about resolve. Folks, that's resolve. And yet we have people in this country that would take freedom for granted. Now, I know we're, uh, Rick, how close are we? Are we, are we break time yet? Yeah, we're just about there. We're just about there. Okay, we'll go ahead and take the break now. And when we come back, we'll, uh, we'll continue with uh, what was going to be limited coverage of the State of the Union. Stay tuned. My son was in the Army back during Desert Storm, but even then he wanted an MBA. He looked at a dozen schools, but only one offered the online education and flexibility he needed while he was in a tent in Iraq, Grantham University. Turns out that Grantham's been delivering affordable, relevant college and advanced degrees for over 65 years. Heck, if they can deliver a quality education to a soldier in a tent overseas, think about the flexibility Grantham can offer you so you can earn your degree, too. It doesn't matter how complicated or full your life is. If getting a degree is on your bucket list, you'll want to do what my son did. You'll want to call Grantham. Find out how easy it is to get started on your education so you can check that college degree off your bucket list. Call Grantham right now. 800-910-1370. That's 800-910-1370. Flexible. Affordable. Relevant. Call 800-910-1370. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-783-0810 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-783-0810. Again, that's 800-783-0810. Oh, but ain't that America for you and me? Ain't that America something to see, baby? Ain't that America home on the free? Yeah. Little pink houses. I'll pass on the pink house, actually, if you don't mind. Um, but yeah, great song. It really is. Um, hey, look, just real quick reminder. Um, coming up next, following me, Jesse's POV. Uh, followed by the Stafford voice. You should have already listened to America Off the Rails with Rowdy Rick uh, before you started listening to me, obviously. Um, 
So anyway, uh, that is your um, your Grand Slam lineup on Wednesday nights right here on KLRN Radio. Back to the State of the Union. We're 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 just really about done with it, but um, it uh, it got me last night to where we were talking about um, you know we're talking about companies corporations repatriating money to the United States. Uh, he, President Trump mentioned Apple and ExxonMobil. Uh, you know, we're, we're talking about almost, uh, almost half a trillion dollars, uh, $400 billion just between those two companies. Just between those two companies, uh, investment with workers and facilities here in the United States. Apple's going to build a whole new campus. We've talked about it on the show already. Um, you know, so many more jobs are going to be opening up. Amazon's going to build a new campus in the United States. Uh, It's going to be, you know, there's going to be a lot of exciting things happening. Uh, Not everything's all in one place, but it's spreading around. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you where it's not happening. Let me tell you where it's not happening. And there's a reason why when you look into it, it's not happening in California. It's not happening in New York. It's not happening in Illinois. Because these are the places where businesses are now going to die. They're either going to have to get out of there and and relocate to a business-friendly state, or they're going to die. Because these states grab businesses by the throat and squeeze. Now, you can you can think what you want about Trump the man. You can think what you want about Trump the president. But the fact is, is you have to be able to reconcile your thoughts with the facts. And the fact is, is he's doing far more than I gave him credit for being able to do. Okay, you don't have to agree with me, but have your facts in a row before you come. The other thing that I saw last night, uh, which which really struck close, really home to me, actually, because I am a veteran. Uh, he, he talked about the landmark VA Accountability Act uh, since its passage. Uh, they've already removed more than 1,500 VA employees who failed to give veterans the care they deserve. And uh, they are looking to hire talented people who love vets. Uh, and, and he also, this also goes into giving veterans a choice in their care. Uh, it doesn't go as far as it needs to go. Uh, basically, the, the veterans of this country that require the services of the VA uh, for medical care should be given a card that allows them to walk into any medical facility anywhere in this country and put that card down on the table and the government eats the, the charge. That's how it should. It should work like a credit card that gets billed to the government. Boom. End of story. If you disagree, come at me. I'll have this discussion with anybody. So anyway, that's where we go with State of the Union, folks. And and I think that the state of our union right now is pretty damn good. Uh, It could be a lot better. It could always be better. But we're moving in the right direction, which is a big switch from the direction we were moving in just 18 months ago. So what else are we going to talk about tonight? Well, I'll tell you what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about a United States attorney named Russell Coleman announcing a 30-year sentence of a Mexican national formerly living in Lexington, um, You know, he, he, he threatened to murder an assistant United States attorney uh, and, and committed solicitation to murder an officer of the United States. Uh, a 30-year sentence. 
the full power of the United States is being brought against those who place our prosecutors and federal officers at risk, said United States Attorney Russell Coleman. Today's 30-year sentence should give pause to those who are considering threatening those who protect our commonwealth. Edgar Villa Castaneda, 43, was found guilty on October 17th following a two-day trial of both charges in a two-count indictment returned on February 2nd of 2017. I may not have ever seen a, a court case move that swiftly from grand jury to trial uh, to sentencing in, in something like that. How swift is that? I love it, Kentucky. Less than a year to get this done. Uh, according to information presented at the trial uh, on about August 5th, 2015 and September 22nd, 2015, in Woodford County, Kentucky, uh, Castaneda threatened to murder then Assistant United States Attorney Robert Duncan Jr. Specifically, Castaneda was incarcerated at the Woodford County Detention Center in February of 2015, pending federal drug charges filed by then Assistant United States Attorney Duncan. On September 22nd, another inmate at the uh, detention facility contacted his lawyer and reported that Castaneda, using the nickname Flacco, was attempting to hire someone to kill uh, U.S. District or U.S. State Attorney uh, Duncan. On September 24th, the inmate's lawyer notified FBI Special Agent John Whitehead that Castaneda was attempting to hire someone to kill Duncan. During an interview with the FBI, the inmate explained that he and Castaneda became cellmates at the detention center and that within hours, Castaneda began talking to him about his hatred for Duncan. Castaneda believed that he and his incarcerated son were being unfairly targeted and erroneously being portrayed as major drug dealers by Duncan. Sometime over the next 24 hours, Castaneda asked the inmate if he knew anyone that would whack Duncan for him. Castaneda said he would pay $25,000 to have it done, and Castaneda stated he currently had $15,000 hidden in radio speakers at his sister's house and would pay the additional $10,000 after the job was done. Uh, on November 24th of 2015, Castaneda was questioned by the FBI uh, at the Grayson County Detention Center. Uh, was read his Miranda rights and signed a form stating that he understood his rights and understood he was waiving those rights before admitting to making the threats uh, and soliciting an inmate to assist in the murder of State Attorney Duncan. So, wow, swift justice in Kentucky, a drug dealer off the streets for 30 years. Congratulations, boys and girls of Kentucky. That's one less piece of garbage you have to deal with. One of the other things that's concerned me, uh, a Russian military jet, and I don't know how this wasn't like big time in the news because it, most of these get pretty good mention, but a Russian military jet flew within five feet of a United States Navy plane. The heart-stopping moment came as a Russian jet performed an unsafe intercept of a Navy P-3 Orion surveillance plane in international space over the Black Sea on last Monday. The Russian jet's action forced the Navy plane to end its surveillance mission prematurely. Uh, it's the latest close call between military planes operated by Russia and the United States in the Black Sea area. Just two months ago, a Russian Su-30 fighter jet made an unsafe intercept of a United States P-8A Poseidon aircraft as it was flying over the Black Sea. And this is only the latest close call between the Russian military and our military. Uh, you know, we mentioned the one that just happened. Uh, Russian fighter jets have flown dangerously close to American warplanes in, in eastern Syria. Uh, especially over the last month, including one near collision, uh, like five feet isn't considered a near collision, in what American officials say is a pattern of daily Russian violations of an agreement to separate rival forces converging on the last main pocket of Islamic State militants in the country. In one instance, two Air Force A-10 warthogs 
And if you don't know what an A-10 Warthog is, by God, you should Google that because it is the coolest plane in the world. They are so nimble and they shoot. Uh, you just have to see it. Trust me. The, the recoil on the A-10 gun is so hard that it can actually move the plane backwards momentarily. They only fire in like two and three second bursts because of that. They're called tank killers because their armor-piercing rounds can penetrate a tank. But anyway, two Air Force A-10s uh, were flying on east of the Euphrates River, nearly collided head-on with a Russian Su-24 fencer uh, just 300 feet away. Uh, basically a knife's edge when all the planes are streaking at more than 350 miles per hour. Uh, the A-10s swerved to avoid the Russian aircraft, which was supposedly to fly only west of the Euphrates. Other Russian planes have flown within striking distance or directly over Allied ground forces for up to 30 minutes, escalating tensions and the risk of a shootdown, American officials said. Uh, since the American and Russian commanders agreed last month to fly on opposite sides, of a 45-mile stretch of the Euphrates to prevent accidents in the eastern Syria's or in eastern Syria, uh, the increasingly congested skies there. Russian warplanes have violated that deal half a dozen times a day, according to American commanders, and they claim it's an effort by Moscow to test American resolve and bait Air Force pilots into reacting rashly. Uh, and to help Syrian army solidify to ter uh, territorial gains ahead of diplomatic talks aimed at resolving the country's nearly seven-year-old war. Lieutenant General Jeffrey Harrigan uh, says there's a risk there. Uh, he's the air commander for Syria and Iraq, uh, talking about the violations. Um, their desire is to set up for the end state for Syria and we've got to be clear-eyed. The Russians are here to support the Syrian government, General Harrigan said. These uh, perilous air maneuvers come as Moscow is seeking to expand its reach in the Middle East. And if you didn't know they were expanding their reach in the Middle East, you've been asleep for the last two years. Russia has cemented its military presence in Syria since rushing to help the government of uh, President Bashar al-Assad uh, in the summer of 2015. They've recently struck a deal with Egypt to allow Russian military jets to use its airspace. Russian submarines have stepped up patrols in the Mediterranean. In recent weeks, Russian bombers have intensified airstrikes against Islamic State militants in eastern Syria. There have been reports that the Russians have met with the Syrian Kurdish fighters, the backbone of the American-supported militia battling the Islamic State with offers of military assistance. Uh, Vladimir Putin declared on Wednesday that the Islamic State in eastern Syria had suffered a complete defeat, a boast that American officials said exaggerated Moscow's role and seemed to ignore the contentious efforts to rout the remaining 3,000 uh, Islamic State disciples still on the run in that region. Russian officials did not respond to an email seeking comment from uh, major outlets in the U.S. So, you know, we got Russia and the United States. Oh, pardon me. Um, they're, they're backing separate offensive efforts against the Islamic State, uh, you know, ISIS in eastern Syria. Uh, both of which are advancing in oil-rich uh, Deir al-Zur province bordering Iraq, and the assaults are converging on Islamic State holdouts from opposite sides of the Euphrates, which bisects the province. Uh, Syrian army troops backed by Russian air power and Iranian militia are advancing along the western side of the river. Syrian Arab and Kurdish fighters supported by American warplanes and special operations, quote-unquote, advisors are pushing along the eastern riverbanks. Folks, you can take that advisor title and throw it out the window. Those are our troops on the ground. Those are the boots on the ground that Obama promised he would never put on the ground that have been there all along. And it's okay. Okay. It's okay. What's not okay is that he lied about it. It's okay that we're there, but let's put 
what we need there to do the job, finish it, and bring our boys and girls home. That's what I want. That's what I wanted out of the first Gulf War when we were over there. I wanted to be able to finish the job. We were not let to finish the job. Two years ago, well, we, we talked about, no, we did Two years ago, the Russian and American militaries established a special hotline to help prevent disasters in the air. Every day, an American Air Force officer calls his Russian counterpart at an air base in, in uh, Latakia, Syria, to head off or deconflict, as the military says, any potential problems over Syria. Several months ago, a regular call was started between a Russian officer and an American officer at a command center in Kuwait uh, to deconflict ground movements in eastern Syria. Uh, General Joseph Dunford, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, has spoken to General Valery Girasimov, uh, the chief of the Russian general staff, about a dozen times in the past year, and most recently last Wednesday to avoid miscalculation and to promote transparency in areas where our militaries are operating in close proximity, said General Dunford's spokesman, Colonel Patrick Ryder. The daily phone calls between the air bases have remained professional, but the dialogue does not always reflect what American commanders in the region see in the skies, prompting as many as a dozen additional calls per day from the Americans demanding explanations for Russian violations. Folks, it's clear that Russia is trying to set themselves up and expand their power. Uh, how far they'll get in the Middle East, we shall see. But this looks like the beginning of maybe the rebirth of the bear. Time will tell. Time will tell. Um, closer to home. Cleveland. My God, Cleveland. Your beloved Indians are dropping your Chief Wahoo logo from their uniforms next year. The protests have finally come to a head, and it's not the protests that did it. So when you hear the social justice warriors out there talking about, woohoo, we did it, we did it, uh, this is not what did it. You want to know what did it? I'm going to tell you what did it. There's been complaints for years. The organization has always rebuffed them. Uh, Chief Wahoo has been a part of the Indians organization since 1947. The move was announced on Monday and came after protracted discussions between team owner Paul Dolan and baseball commissioner Rob Manfred. The cartoonish image of a big-toothed American Indian with a scarlet face and a single feather in his headdress will come off the team's sleeves and caps starting with the 2019 season, the very year Cleveland will host the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. Now you know how Major League Baseball got them to drop the logo. Okay, basically the commissioner held the all-star game over their head. Um, Manfred said, Major League Baseball is committed to building a culture of diversity and inclusion throughout the game. He said the logo is no longer appropriate for on-field use. Now, What's going to happen, and it's the organization has already announced as much, um, they think that this decision will not be enough to quell the complaints. Uh, the Indians will continue to wear the Wahoo logo in 2018. Even after it's gone from the uniform, the club will still sell merchandise featuring the mascot in the Cleveland area. Um there's there's a man who claimed that he's excited about it, uh, that he thinks it should be gone, but he doesn't understand why they're drawing it out. Um, it, well, I'll tell you why they're drawing it out, because it takes time to have new uniforms made. Um, end of story. That's, you know, those things were already in motion a year ago. 
most likely. I mean, I understand how it works. Uh, we don't have to go into details about that, but let's just say I understand a little bit more about how baseball works than most people actually get to understand about how baseball works. Um, you know, Yenyo here, uh, Philip Yenyo is the man. He's the director of the American Indian Movement of Ohio. And he says, just make the leap. Um, if they don't get rid of the name, you know, he wants the whole name change too. He doesn't want them to be the Cleveland Indians anymore. I don't, I, I don't know what you would change the name to. I mean, for, for crying out loud, you're in Cleveland. What would you call yourself? The cesspool? Um, Come on. Uh, there was no immediate reaction from the players. Um, sporting goods stores are calling it a disappointment. Uh, national criticism and scrutiny over Chief Wahoo grew uh, into a huge swell in 2016 when the Indians made the World Series and Manfred expressed his desire to have the team drop the symbol. Uh, during the playoffs, a lawsuit was filed while the club was playing in Toronto to have the logo and team name banned from Canadian TV. That case was dismissed. Uh, the Indians bid to host the 2019 All-Star Game heightened the debate. And again, this is exactly what I was telling you. The commissioner used the All-Star Game as his axe. That's what it is. That's business in America. That's how you get bullied around. Um, you know, I don't know. Um, the presence of Wahoo of the Wahoo logo is likely to remain strong in the stands on caps, T-shirts and signs and other Native American references in the stadium will probably persist uh, for over 40 years. One fan, John Adams, has pounded a Tom Tom in the left field bleachers. The team will continue to, like I said, to sell the Chief Wahoo gear because if it uh, stops selling it, it will lose ownership of the trademark and others will be able to use the symbol as they please. Um, so that's going to continue. Um, you know, the other thing you're going to see coming, uh, the NFL's Washington Redskins, they're, they're under similar pressure to change their less cartoonish Indian head logo and their name. Uh, Dan Snyder has been strong and resisted. Uh, and last year, a Supreme Court ruling in another case made it clear that the Redskins cannot be stripped of a trademark protection just because someone finds it offensive. Uh, in the college ranks, Stanford, Illinois, and Dartmouth are among the colleges and universities that have dropped Native American nicknames or symbols for their teams over the years. Um, <clears throat> folks, you know, the United States of the offended, God bless America, right? I mean, we're, we're free to have our opinions and express them. Uh, I guess, you know, we're also free to operate our businesses, how we operate our businesses, unless we get told who we have to bake a cake for, or what we can wear on our uniforms. So anyway, uh, folks, like I said, we got room to improve in this country. Don't ever forget that. Um, it's a great place to be. It's the best place on earth. But Jesse's POV is coming up next, folks, followed by the Stafford voice. Uh, it's been a blast to be with you and go over the State of the Union speech and rehash it and and bring out the, the finer points. Play it, Rick. Go ahead. I was trying to let you keep talking over it. <laughs> That's all right. Oh, come on. You got to do your usual if your friends like the show, blah, blah, blah. Come on. <laughs> do we have time? Yeah, we got time. Hurry up. All right. I'll... Hey, by the way, if you like the show, tell your friends. If your friends like the show, you need new ones. But they and you are welcome every week right here with me on KLRN Radio. I'm your host, The Grouch. Peace. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Judy. <laughs> 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.